What's up, I'm in fam? Welcome back to another week. I hope everybody out there is being blessed. Everybody out there is having, you know, a great start to their week. I know that there has been some utterly shocking, well, actually non-shocking news because, again, it's the same, same old stuff. So, you know, uh, I just hope that, you know, everybody out there is being safe. And this week, we really, we had interviews that we wanted to do, but we just felt that with everything going on right now, this is the time to speak out on issues that need to be talked about. This is not the time to stay silent, and this is not the time to act like nothing has happened. And that's what we don't want to do. We want to, you know, just educate, just get our feelings out there, and really just be able to have you guys know that what y'all are feeling, that anger, that pain, we are right there with y'all. Um, we just thought that it was best that we go ahead and, and do a segment on this, especially now that it's just, again, a recurrent thing that has gone on in our community. And yeah, uh, Jamie, you got anything you want to add to that? Um, man, I mean, you pretty much said everything. Um, I just think it's, it's, it's ridiculous, in my opinion. I think everything that's that's going on, I think the whole, every, you know, with police brutality and cops killing, you know, innocent black people is just, to me, it's ridiculous. And I um, I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think nobody will ever really just understand what could be going through someone's mind because I just, I feel like there's nothing that someone can do unless they're, they have a weapon in their hand and they're coming for you. Then I, I, I can understand, you know, you defending yourself, but when there's nothing like there's nothing showing that you're in harm's way, I don't get it. I, I just don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. Um, why you would take someone's life. Cause it's almost saying that is saying that, Oh, their life doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, and just like the post I made the other day or I shared on my story with uh, Stephen A. Smith, how he was saying, he was like, well, we, you know, what well, we need white America to understand. And for all my white friends, like, that's one thing. I, I have a diverse group of friends, very diverse group of friends. And um, for all my white friends out there, and I love y'all for one, but what y'all got to not know, but what you have to understand is, like Stephen A. Smith said, someone can go and shoot up a school and the police escorts them, escorts them like all fine and dandy or whatever. Um, but and then go get go get some Burger King or whatever he got because he said he was hungry. Meanwhile, we're getting pulled over for a traffic stop or something so petty. We're we're getting um, crazy force put behind us. Or we get, oh, they, you know, we're not complying or whatever. It makes no sense. It really doesn't. And, and for anyone, in my opinion, for anyone that can sit here and justify the things that are going on, I just believe, like, you have no care for the human race. You have no care for a human being. Like, you cannot justify this. There's nothing that you can do or say to, that would justify what's going on. Like I've, I've heard people say things like, oh, well, he wasn't complying. Oh, well, she wasn't doing this. It does not matter. There's different things that you can do. You're a cop. Like what? You're armed. You got on a, a bulletproof vest. You got every weapon. You got everything that you need to defend you. Mm-hmm. You're the one that has all the armor. <laughs> like when you really exactly. think about it. You know, and that is very true because this morning I'm on Twitter just, you know, waking up to all of this mess that's going on. And 
what I see under all these posts talking about uh, Jacob Blake, Jacob Blake, we're going hard for him because that's another black man's life that is lost. That's another black life that is lost. And all you see under the post is, you know, white people saying, well, you know, he shouldn't have resisted arrest or he should have just complied or he should have just listened to the officer and not have walked away. And, you know, I sit here and I look at all these tweets that I've seen in the past where a white woman or a white man will literally use a baton of a police officer and hit a police officer multiple times, drive off in a police officer's, officer's car, seeing white men fight police officers off of them, resisting arrest. I don't, I don't know the difference between that resist of a black man and that resist of a, a white man because for There's some no now, difference. Exactly. There's no difference. But somehow a lot of these people try to justify the fact that our resisting is completely different. It means, yeah, go ahead and shoot me because obviously I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. This man got shot in his back. Not one time, Jamie, not one time, not two times, not three times, seven times in his back. And you want to know what really just pisses me off? His kids are in the back of the car watching their dad get shot see i didn't watch the video and, and you gotta see it and you have to see it because that every every time i see stuff like this it awakens me but it saddens me because i know that it's another life lost now thankfully he he ha he is living right now but just oh wow just the thought of to shoot a man jamie all he did was walk around the car he was going to the front seat he was just walking to the front seat. He hadn't hit the officer. He hadn't spit at the officer. He hadn't punched the officer. He this is my thing. This is my thing. And none of that matters to me. Yeah. He walk around the car. He walked back to the car. He walked up the street. He walked back to the street. He's not doing anything to hurt anyone. He, he No threat. <laughs> no, no threat at no all. Threat. So it shouldn't, that type of force should never be used regardless. I don't give a damn if he walked away. He was resisting. It doesn't matter. That force should never, that force should never be, uh, should never be used at all. It shouldn't. It shouldn't, it shouldn't. even, and that type of stuff shouldn't even, and then if you're a cop, you shouldn't fear, this is my thing, and I know some cops will be like, well, you don't understand, you know, the work that we do, and I don't understand, you know what I'm saying? I can only imagine being a cop, at the same time, I can imagine being a cop and the fear that they may have in certain circumstances, but you, but at the same time, they have to understand a black man or a black person, the fear that they have when they get pulled over, especially in today's times. So it's like, Shit, they don't know if they're going to get killed. They scared to do anything. H have you ever, like, <laughs> have you ever been so scared you start doing dumb stuff? <laughs> like, I, I'm talking about, have you ever been so scared because you see a police officer behind you? So instead of going to the destination that you chose, you decide to make a right into that parking <laughs> lot in park. And this is real. <laughs> and this is real. I want all of y'all to hear this because every person that I have driven with, because of the color of our skin, we fear just the police officers being in the lane over us or in front of us, behind us, it doesn't matter. We see a, a cop pulling out on the street that we're driving on. Uh, we we about to make this a quick stop. This, this, right, it, this wasn't even planned. <laughs> this wasn't planned at all. And it's yeah. sad 
we shouldn't have to live like that. We shouldn't have to live in fear. I, my, my dad, I've, I've driven with him plenty of times and he has lived in fear of police officers. I've driven myself and I start to just, you know, sweat a little and it's not me being, I'm not exaggerating. No, this really happens. And, and this is the fear that I feel like I can't sugarcoat any of it. Like it's just the facts and it's the truth. And I'm, I'm tired of living like this. And I know for black men, I know that they are tired of living like this because they are, uh, they're a main target. A lot of black women have experienced the same trials and tribulations, but for to be a black man in America, it, it scares me for my brother, scares me for my dad, scares me for my, my uncles, my cousins. Cause now I'm, now I'm really worried because I don't want yeah. to, I don't want to have to wear a shirt with, with their face on it and, and, and saying, remember him. I don't want to go through that. And I'm tired. And, and even though these people that have lost their lives are not my, are not my, my blood, it still shakes me as if they are my blood. Like I still feel that same pain. I still uh, shed tears because it hurt to see how easily we are killed for nothing. What do you believe to make, to make things better? The, what, what do you believe that needs to be done? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously stop the killing that's for sure but like what do you believe because I, i'm also big on we have to come together and i'm gonna be real i never to be completely honest i've never feared getting pulled over the only time i feared getting pulled over is when <laughs> my registration was out mm-hmm. and that was about it to be completely honest i've never feared it until i, I would say now with things that's going on but it's never been because of my skin color i've never um now I, I do believe this one time I got pulled over because of my skin color, but then when the officer came to my door and he realized who I he saw me and then the way that I was speaking to him, I think he was just like, oh okay, you know. But I think I think I know for a fact I got pulled over that time probably because of that. But I don't think I've ever just feared because of my skin color. Now I'm not saying that, and and I can't control that. You get what I'm saying? Like I can't make myself fear it. You get what I'm saying? I can't make myself unless I physically experience that myself, you know, but I feel for other people. I definitely do. Um, yeah. And I, but, you know, going back to you saying unless you were to physically experience it, I think that might be a problem for a lot of people out there that are, you know, living in a world where they, you know, have to go through something to oh snap this this is kind of real like just with you know covid and everything nobody wants to take it serious everybody acting like it's it's something that the government has planted no it's real people are really dying from it and it only hits it only hits certain people when people that they know have been infected by it and have lost their lives to it and that's when people are like oh you know guys wear your mask you need to wear your mask you need to do what you're supposed to be doing because this is real. And so when it comes to police brutality and stuff, people out there, they, they think, well, that's why he should have resisted until it happens to them. But I think that shouldn't saying stuff like that. You don't have to experience it to to realize that was wrong. Exactly. You, like I like now, have I been have I experienced people being prejudiced of me and, and profiling me? I should, mm-hmm. definitely yeah. you get what I'm saying. Um, but I think it's just some things is just right and wrong. 
if, even if you, it, it sucks that we have to, and this is my belief. I feel like as, as a, as a world, we're so stuck on the surface level. We haven't got past the surface. That's why we don't really know how to connect with people. The issue that's going on in the world is, is not learning how to connect with people on a deeper level. When you really think about it, that's really what it is. And it's, and it's, I'm not saying that, oh, that that's going to solve everything, but that's the problem. Think about it. You've gotten judged based off the way you dress, based off the way you have your hair, based off your color. It's all surface level. It's not, we haven't gotten past the surface. So don't nobody know how to connect with nobody. Like when Martin Luther, King, Martin Luther King said, judge a person by the content of their character, he's talking about internally. He's not even talking about anything on the outside of a person. Mm-hmm. And it, it has nothing like a to rocket do. scientists to, to see that. But, you know, continuously people try to dumb down what we say or try to make right. it what it's not. They try to just with this Black Lives Matter thing. No, all lives matter. All lives matter. It's not just about black people and stuff. That ain't even what we're talking about, dude. That's not even... Black Lives Matter means that in order for everybody's life to matter, then you have to treat us the same as you would treat yourself. And y'all don't do that. Nobody is doing that. It's continuously, like you said, we're being profiled by how we look. Mm -hmm. We're going through all these horrible, horrendous events. Another person has been slain by the police. Right. And not even just the police, like racist people. Because I'm not saying that all white people are racist. I'll never say that because I am friends with white people. Like I have white friends. Woohoo. But <laughs> at the end of the day, because I, I, I will be damned if somebody says that I am racist. I am not. But at the end of the day, there are people out there that think it's okay to harm a black person because of their skin color. And right. to look at a black person and say this person is ignorant because they are black. However, let's go to this topic. Me and Jamie were talking about this earlier. It seems as if a lot of white people want to be black. Yet, y'all want to talk about us and say what we are not and try to harm us with your words, which really, they're not hitting. They're really not. I could care less. You could go on all day about how you feel about me in such a disrespectful way, but you're not going to get me down. So let's get that out. Let's get that clear. But it, it's annoying. You know, me and Jamie were talking about this earlier, how, you know, y'all look at us and y'all judge us. However, it's like y'all want to be us. I don't get it. I, I'll never understand it. It's um, I think people just have to understand that you are when you judge someone else, judge someone else. You basically that person is a reflection of you. So it's things that's with inside that person that you wish you had. This is another thing, too, I was thinking about. The reason why people don't want to get to know people within is because they don't know themselves within. In order to get to know someone else within, you have to know who you are. You have to know yourself. And see, this type of stuff, being racist or, or being prejudiced of someone's color, and that's, it's so easy to do. It's so easy. It's easy. It's easy. You get what I'm saying? Like... I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I think about like, for example, I'm married to a woman. You know how many people have judged me? <laughs> like not even just our marriage, but even before that, mm-hmm. they so judge the surface that they don't even see the individual, the within, like what's on the inside of the individuals. Cause they're so busy judging the surface and half the time, the blessing that they're looking for <laughs> is right in front of them. But because they can't get past the surface, they can't even see it. 
But see, to get past the surface, you have to grow within yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to become another person. And I think if everybody would just focus on their own personal growth, things will change. But it's so much easier to look at someone else and someone else's flaw and call their flaw out than for you to look at within yourself and, 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 and work on you. You get what I'm saying? And I just think, I don't know, man. I feel like for us to come together, because that's really what it's about. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sitting here saying be oblivious to what's going on. No, I'm not saying that at all. Like, no, you should be mad and be angry about what's going on, but channel it. Because at the end of the day, God didn't create us to be segregated. It was never meant for that. When we all die, we're we're all spirits, to be honest. We all bleed the same blood. We all poop the same. We all smell the same sometimes when it comes to that. Exactly. And when you really think about it, when you really think about it, we, shit, you got regardless of race people done been through they done got married regardless of race people done been through divorce regardless of race people done felt alone regardless of race people done been depressed regardless of race people, people done, been, done sad. been broke people done been broke people done mm-hmm. been confident regardless of race you got all these different things that that that's what Matt like we're all the same mm-hmm. but the only thing that's different about us is skin hair makeup features shit that don't even matter shit yeah. that god don't even care about because that's why he he said like he says it himself i don't look at man he doesn't judge man based on the way man judges man he, he looks made within, us. right he looks within yeah he made us how he gonna judge this is how that's he wanted all of us to look that's what i'm saying so why is it that we're being judged it, it's something i don't know why it is that we are seen as a threat or why people think, oh, we are just ignorant and rude and we don't have house training and we don't know how to how to speak proper. And I put and I put proper like that because you don't like I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't know why society tries to make us like do a checklist on ourselves. And if we have one thing that we aren't checking off, then we're just we're not who we right. are. Not, I'm not Haley. I'm not Haley. Now I'm just a black woman, an ignorant black woman. That's that's all people will see. A gay black woman who who doesn't until they know get to anything, know you. Don't know, they, they, you know people don't even know that I go to the school that I go to. Yeah, and no, I it, and I could care like, less because I'm not about to sit here and try to prove myself to people. I'm not about to do that. And yeah, you shouldn't prove yourself to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I went through a dark time in my life years ago because I was listening to other people and I was thinking that God was looking at me the same way that other people was looking at me. You get what I'm saying? And thank God that God was there and on my side and, and intervened. You get what I'm saying? And because what the enemy tries to do is to get you to feed into these words and get you to feed into other people's opinions about you. Right. And you start believing them and you start thinking like, well, I'm not enough. Well, I'm not worthy. Well, I look this way. Well, I'm not accepted. Well, I'm not blessed and all this other stuff. And the guy has to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said nothing to that. You know what I'm saying? And I just I just feel like it once I start realizing that people really was just they really just wanted they saw what was in me. They saw how confident confident I was. They saw how I, I wasn't ashamed. They saw how loving I it was like they wanted those things the love the confidence the you get what i'm saying the freedom the this that's mm-hmm. what they want so 
I just, you know, that's really what it is. And, and anybody that's racist and that's sit here and justify this stuff, well, and, and want to call somebody a thug and do all this type of stuff, or you judge a person based off their skin color, really what you're saying is, I want what's within them. Or I'm, I feel like, like, because think about it, like what you were just saying. You can talk about somebody. You talk about somebody. You judge somebody based off their skin. Yet you go sit in the hot sun and bake your skin or go get a spray tan, turn orange to get darker. When everyone know good and well, you weren't born that color. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. if you if, if you're so racist, why are you trying to do things to your skin to become darker and look black? It makes exactly. no sense. Why? Why? And it, it really would. It's just like I really believe racist people and I know it's hate. At the same time, I think it's 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 love mixed up in there. They just don't know how to to. They don't even know how to show it. Like I really do. I really believe. I, I'm not saying that. Like I know it's hate, but I really believe that they really want to be black. That's my belief. Yeah, want to be black, but I don't know about you know. To they want to express love. I'm not. They want to be. They want to be us, and they want to knock us off of the planet. Is what I feel deep down inside i feel yeah. that they because you know it, it, it started from us being slaves yeah for white people but yet they want to create mixed babies because they want to have they want their babies to have those black features like i don't i don't really get it, it makes and me- that's another thing too with with you got me in this and see now we live in a world now where it's everybody's family got black in them somewhere white in them somewhere because you got mixed people in your family and i really think god brought them in this world to be a bridge everything is intentional everything has purpose and i feel like it's important when you have a mixed child I, i i think it's important that you acknowledge what the hell is going on to them in the world yeah for sure they need to hear it from both parents it's important in my opinion because then they grow up and they feel like, well, I don't want to offend this side. I don't want to offend that side. And it's not about a side. It's about right and wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you if you sit here and be you're scared to talk about certain things, it's a problem. And, and, and if you it's a, it's a major problem. Yeah. And I, and I think, um, cause, and, you know, a lot of uh, people that white friends that I went to school with, they why is it important that we stand up and we speak on it and we stand up and, and show what, you know, what we're standing for? Because you're, what you're standing for is showing your morals. Yeah. What you're standing for is showing your character yeah. of right and wrong. So if, if, if you're saying that it's okay that this person gets killed because they're color, you're showing and expressing your morals. And if you don't say anything, you're showing, expressing your morals. Silence it's speaking at the same time. Yeah, and, and it's speaking a negative answer, a, a, a very right. negative answer. It's, very it's negative. Not, I, need no type of, I need to have this friend around because, you know, and, and, and this is what really gets me. I, I don't understand how y'all can be friends with some of these people out here that are not even speaking out on the social injustice that's going on right now. I don't understand how you're friends with them. I don't understand how you can sit there smile in their face and they act like nothing has gone on or then when y'all bring up a a situation like this why is there a debate there should not be any type of debate talking about well dude you know that he shouldn't have done that like what no 
we yeah. shouldn't be debating on a, on a matter like this. We shouldn't. That shows you that the friends that you have, you need to get you some new ones. And I'm not even necessarily saying that it, it's white people. This goes for all races. If you have friends out there that feel that what's going on right now and they think that it's something so small or they think that it's something that we really shouldn't be talking about or we shouldn't be putting Black Lives Matter on the WNBA and the NBA courts or putting Black Lives Matter on a on the hockey field, baseball field, any of that matter, or we shouldn't be putting patches as players on our jerseys that are bringing awareness to the situations that have been going on, then you need to get you some new friends. And you really need to ask yourself, why am I friends with that person? Because at the end of the day, we all die alone. So you're really not losing anything. And and if if y'all think that it is that serious, that y'all need to stay friends with them, then okay, that's you. I'm not about to sit here and argue. But, you know, everybody lives their life how they want to live their life. But I know that as for me, if there's people in my corner that say that they're in my corner like they say they are, then they better be standing up with me just as much as I stand up with them for anything that they'll be going through. And I think I think, too, our people not saying like because I know I mean, this what's going on. It goes so deep. It's rooted. You get what I'm saying? And. You're right. You, we, you shouldn't have to sit here and be go- like, no one should get shot seven times in their back for no, they, because they walked to the other side of the car. That, that just makes no sense. Or they walked wherever. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, at the same time, I think we have to understand and show grace to the fact that they're in their own, they're in their own bubble. Right. Like programming goes so deep that sometimes people say ignorant stuff. Like I've, Black people say ignorant stuff. Programming goes so deep that it's like you have to be able to, at the same time, you have to be able to have communicate. You have to be able to communicate with people. It's not saying that you just, you got to be friends with them. Y'all got to kick it all the time. But you have to communicate and communicate your view and your perspective. Just saying F you, oh, you don't get it. F you, that's not, you're not communicating your perspective for someone else, for, for God to intervene and let, because you can't decide what, like, you can't decide that. It's not, like I said, it's not saying that y'all can't be, it's not saying that y'all got to kick it all the time, but I know how powerful our words are. Our words is seed. So sometimes you have to understand that God is using your words, just like this platform right now. Some people that's going to be listening that probably don't agree. People that sit here and like justifying it. Right. But I know the power of God and we have to understand that. And it's not our right to say when he can use us and when he can't use us. So he sometimes may be using you in a situation not to be buddy-buddy with the person, but to plant a seed in the person because they've had so much programming and so many other negative seeds planted in them. They had so many other negative seeds planted in them from their, you know, their households or how they was brought up, their great-great-parents and all this other stuff that your seed may be coming along that he's using to transform their mind. You get what I'm saying? That like, so we can't just shut people off because of that. Because if that's the case, then shit. I mean, if that's the case, if I think about, I think about business, and I know it's two different things. But it's so many closed-minded people with business that now their mind is just now opening. But if I would have been like, "F you, forget you," I'm not gonna plant any seeds. I'm not gonna put out value. I'm not gonna put out how my perspective. Then your perspective would never. Nobody's perspective would have never changed. And this is the same thing. You get what I'm saying? It's it's different. 
But it's the same principles that we have to do of, of planting the seed, watering the seed, letting it harvest. It's the same. It's the same process. And we can't expect that someone that was racist one minute be not racist the next day from one conversation. Yeah, it may not be our job to make them not racist, but it's not. But it's our job to plant. It's, it is our job to plant seed and for and for God to uh, to use us to do that, in my opinion. Yeah, you know. You know how we are. You, yeah. You're strong-minded. I'm a strong. I'm a strong-minded individual myself, and so you you see things differently because we all do. You see things differently from how I would see things, and I don't know. Like it just because I've been in situations with racist people. You know, mm-hmm. when I was in in junior high, walking from school, um, and the house is probably a mile away. And all I did was walk in junior high. All I did was walk in high school. Well, if anybody knows me, I'm still walking today because I have no car. But that's not that's not what we're focused on. But like I was walking from school and, you know, these two white dudes in the pickup truck were driving around all recklessly fast. And they had to be about in in their 20s. They were grown. That's all I know because me looking at how young I looked, I know that they did not look my age description or anything like that, you know. And so I'm walking from school and, you know, they they pull up beside me and they spit at me. And it's not no, I'm trying to spit out the car because I have to spit right now. No, it's a both of them looked at me, spit at me and then laughed and then drove off. And I'm so in fear that. I'm running home because I'm scared that they're going to come back around and this time do something way different than just spitting at me. I'm a young girl and I'm just in, in a world where I'm confused. I'm like, why would they spit at me? Yeah. Uh, If anybody out there has watched a time to kill that Mm -hmm. was, I watched that at such a young age that it, it educated me, but also scared scared the shit out of me to see a young black girl went to the store for her mom to get her some groceries. I think it was that she wanted some eggs or something. And on her way from walking from the grocery store, two white men had to be in their forties pulled over beside her. The graphics was so brutal that it stuck in my mind because I was so scared. And that's what I thought of that time walking home. I thought that I would have been raped or something by some grown white men. I'm just saying, I'm saying, you know, we think so differently. And the reason why I think how I think is because of how, of the things I've gone through, you know, in my childhood. And that's where a lot of my anger and certain things lie because of just things that I've gone through and experienced. And so that I was just saying, you know, I have to, you know, first off, I want to use this platform to speak out on my, on things that I've gone through and also just bring awareness, but also be real with myself. Sometimes things like that pop up in my head and I'm just like, you know, I don't want to think like that. I never wanted to think like that. Like growing up, I was, you know, I never thought of anything like color, race, didn't know what it was. And I, you know, I still don't think those things, but I know that certain people out there just have, by how they look at me, it, it, it gives a negative vibe off and it, it pisses me. It pisses me off, you know? Yeah. I, um, but yeah, no, like I hate that you had to go through that. You know what I'm saying? And you should never, no one should ever have to go through that. And I'm not, by no means I'm saying sit there and have a conversation with them type of people. Like, 
Oh no, but it is it's gonna be God will put you in rooms with people that don't agree, but you have yeah. the floor. Yeah. You know, for you to plant seed, you know what I'm saying? Just but, like this right here. This is exactly, exactly. how you're doing this. So exactly listen. Right. And you know? so yeah, man. But you know, like like why my wife friends, you gotta understand, like hey, my sister said, this stuff is real. This, nobody's making this up. And you also have to understand, because I've I've heard white people say, "Oh, they just want handouts. They just want to be given stuff." But let's let's talk about that for a second. We don't want no handout. Our people don't want a handout. handout. We know we know how to work. Think about it. We know how to do a lot of things. We're not stupid. Yeah, we done invented a lot of stuff. We done came up with a lot of stuff. We done uh, produced a lot of stuff. Like, don't do this. Yeah, (laughs) this is not the debate that you want. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's not that no one wants to hand out. It's just, honestly, we want respect. It, yeah. it, you don't even have to be our friend. And see, this way, if, uh, if people understand, again, it goes back to values and more respect. Like, just every basketball team that I played on, I didn't like every person. <laughs> I didn't get along with everybody. Couldn't. But I respected them. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And then on the court, once we got on the court, you never know that nobody didn't really care for certain people. You get what I'm saying? Because the chemistry on the court was so amazing. But that's because we we still had that level. We had respect for each other. You get Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I think if if we can just respect each other and understand that everyone has different upbringings, everyone has different upbringings, but be open to hear the story, hear the story. See, you cannot hear someone else's story and not feel something. Because if you don't feel something, well, it's some things internally that's going on with you that you need to reevaluate anyway. That's yeah. probably blocking you from getting to you to where you need to go. People getting brutally killed, that should, that should affect you. You should feel some type of way when you see the video. You should feel some type of way when you hear about it. You should feel some, like, I can't even watch, sometimes watching, I was watching this, uh, this series on Netflix called Seven Rounds. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, with uh, Regina King stars in it. But it was about her son in the, in the show. Her son got killed, um, got hit or whatever by police. Accidentally got hit. Um, but they left him out there in the snow, out there in the cold. And he could have survived. But when his, he called his buddies like backup or whatever. And they said, man, just leave him because you're going to get, they're going to, they're going to crucify you, you, you know, you by you hitting a, a black boy. And so they end up leaving him. Long story short, um, by the end of it, he got uh, a year in jail, some crazy, you know, some bogus and see stuff like that. You got to understand that's that's real life, <laughs> you know, and it's frustrating. And that's what my sister and what we talking about is that it's just it, it should never have to mount to that. You know, it should never have to mount to that. And we we just got to change this. Sh- you just got to change because when you really think about it, it was never designed for us in the first place. Police department was never designed to protect black people. It was designed to control them. Exactly. You hear what I'm saying? And, and my white friends, you have to understand that you cannot be living under a rock and oblivious to that. Um, thinking the police is out here to protect us all. And da, 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 da. no, it's really not. They're really, not. when you go way back, Police, they were that type of force that you see was for black people to control us. Mm-hmm. We walk into school. Why are we getting hosed with a 
and I'm, I'm talking about back in the day, why are little kids getting hosed with a fire hydrant? Why are little kids getting attacked by a dog, by police dogs? Because they just couldn't stand to see black people, couldn't stand yeah. to see a colored person in their neighborhood. It's sad. It's sickening. It's sad. And I'm tired of it. And, and it, it brings a question to me, you know, how many more? How many more lives? How many more sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, moms, dads, daughters, sons? How many more? Like, it's real. And when people try to come up with an excuse saying that it's, the, it's our fault and we shouldn't have put ourselves in that position, it's like, really look at yourself in the mirror. Like, are you being for real Seriously. with yourself? Right. Seriously. Because I don't, man, I don't went to school with some reckless people and they from all, they all different colors. It, it, it wasn't just black people. It wasn't black people, it, white people acting a fool, Mexican people acting a fool, all different types of people acting a fool, right? But why is it when all of a sudden, and not even, I ain't going to say acting a fool, but just in, in the society's way of acting out, like, yeah, you know, I don't even know, really. But why is it that, all of a sudden we get put in the category of thug or this or that or whatever. And it just. And that's all I mean, in mind when people say, oh, that's ghetto. They're first and foremost referring to what a black person would do, which is be ghetto. That's why I get so tired when I hear people say to, that. That's the thing, though. We have to stop these categories, bro. Like, yeah, and, this, it, and it's just hard to do, you know, it is hard to do because don't nobody want to stop talking about it. No, don't no, nobody want to stop putting people in the category. It, it, it's with everything. It's in it's, it's, and it's all because of comfortability. People are so scared and fearful to step out their comfort zone that it's so much easier to put somebody in a category than sitting here and just being intentional with your own personal growth. Yeah. Like me being gay and black and, and, and all that has nothing to do with my purpose, has nothing to do with my calling, has nothing to do with who I am. You yeah. being black and gay has nothing to do with the same stuff. Somebody being white has nothing to do with that. And if we all just understand that and just and I'm telling you, we'll stop living on the surface and stop putting everybody in a category because we all got categories. Every race has a category. Yeah. Every race and every race has been guilty of doing it of putting people in a category mm -hmm. it's just for some reason the white and black race we can't get past we, we how, what are we gonna do we're gonna keep fighting we're gonna keep going against each other that's stupid because everybody brings something to the table G keyword god created all of us he didn't make one superior one higher than the other. Mm -mm. God is the only person up here. Everybody else need to pipe down. Everybody. I'm, I'm so serious. Be, be, love your skin. Love who you are. Love your skin. Love everything about you. But understand, stop, stop this category shit. This is what I would say to everyone out there. Stop that. Stop, stop putting people. That's why even, even with me, people like, man, I've had people as like, Man, I don't know. Are you are you gay? Are you lesbian? Are you? I'm Jamie. The only reason why I'm sitting here saying gay and stuff like that is because that's how people it is. Oh, okay. But me, I'm just Jamie. I don't put myself in a category. I don't identify to be honest with you, I don't identify with none of them besides God's child. That's it. And for some people, 
in the community, in out of the com- in the community, it frustrates some of them. They're like, "What do you mean? That ain't me." Yeah, because I'm not putting myself in a category. I'm not putting myself in these categories that man created. I'm not putting myself in no category. Ghetto. But like, well, I can't change the color, but people putting people in ghetto or people done said trailer trash or people done said for some people in another, uh, you know, color or people done said, oh, they they'll pack out a car. I just feel like that's what we have to do. We have to stop putting people in these categories Mm -hmm. and labeling people. Like, that's why people can't see past it. And that's why we can't get past the surface level. Like, mm-hmm. I, I truly can't wait. I see what my, um, Michael Jordan, I see what um, Martin Luther King was talking about. He cannot wait to the day where we just come together. Because I'm, I'm seriously, I cannot wait to the day that we just come together. Because when you realize you're gifted, regardless of your color, you got strengths and talents, regardless of your color, everyone does. Because mm-hmm. when you understand who created us, it, it, it humbles you. When you understand that you don't own, you don't even own you. You don't even own you. We all written everything that's here on this earth. So why are we so caught up on color? It's so stupid. We're wasting time. We are. We're wasting time. We're wasting happiness. We're wasting progress. We're wasting a lot of things that could have been figured out by now. Right. A lot of things that could have been discovered by now. That's what I'm saying. But nobody wants to talk about that. We are exactly, man. We all, but we all, I feel like we all have to be open. We all have to be open. Regardless of your color, everybody has to be open to be able to have conversations with people. You cannot be afraid to go in a room with people and have a conversation with them because they don't look like you. Mm -hmm. Because how is that bringing us together if we're constantly in rooms with people that only look like us? When it comes to certain situations like that, y'all have to understand, you have to be I shouldn't have to walk into a room being black. I shouldn't have to walk into a room and feel automatically that I have been judged or get or get a lesser lesser service than somebody else or be talked to differently than you would talk to somebody else. Like you don't have to dumb stuff down for me. I can speak and I can hear. <laughs> you don't have to talk in no no slang for me. I talk in slang with right. people that I'm comfortable with but you don't have to try to get hip or get cool with talking to me. You don't have to do all that because it's just exactly. really going to piss me off. Like that is annoying. Let, let's annoying. just let that be clear. That's very annoying because people annoying. do it to me, and people do it in the workplace, and it's it's super it's annoying. Unprofessional. Hmm, let's it, talk it, about that. That's ghetto. <laughs> if you want to be real, that's real ghetto. I can't believe that you just did that. <laughs> But seriously, because people do it in the workplace, I'd be like, okay, like, no, you don't have to talk to me like that. You don't have to. You don't see me changing up my voice for you. But I will say a a lot of us as black people, and and you know, it's true what I'm about to say. We have all got on that work phone and said, hello. "Uh, Hello. Um, Yes. And it's so sad that we have to do that, but it's so true. And everybody says, well, you know, well, hold on. I'm about to get on the phone. I don't listen to mom a thousand times. Hold on. Hello? Uh, yes. Um, this is she. And, I'm, I, and I will look at her like, why are you talking like that? And that was me being young. And I used to be like, why did you just do that? And now it's like, you kind of understand, like, you want you want to be uh, respected and... and, and yeah talk presentable or whatever but it's like we shouldn't even have to do that just like we shouldn't have our parents and and our ancestors they shouldn't have had to name us white names just for us to get a job like and i would say too everyone your kids 
I think because it starts with being a child. They need to have a diverse group of friends. Okay? That's what... Yeah, it helps you know people. Helps you get to understand people. Yeah, every and then you you know we we all have stereotypes on each other, but once you do make friends with people outside of your race, you realize that y'all are kind of actually the same. <laughs> I'm thankful that I that I have diverse group like from young. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I'm just so thankful. Like I never just had one like all black friends all white friends no i i have white friends black friends i was have mexican friends i, was, I have tongan friends samoan friends got you get what i'm saying yeah, indian same friends here, same here black friends all, all like, be, thanks to our childhood going to training high I, school because you know it was so ethnically diverse yeah i was friends with every race that you could think of like and i never i never judged i never Never wanted to not be friends with somebody based off of their race. Um, yeah, so I feel like parents, when you got your friends just hanging around with a group that's one color their whole life, it's a problem, in my opinion. Yeah. It is. Now, that doesn't mean don't let your child go to an HBCU because it's... Right, I'm not... Okay, let's yeah, use... Yeah, but, but you know, some people out there going to be like, you know, you know how people try to act dumb and they try to make it seem what it was not. So I'm going to right, clarify yeah. that for people out there. I, yeah. You just know how people are. I definitely went to HBCU. Yeah, exactly. If you black, you need to go to HBCU. <laughs> Seriously. It was, it was, man, I'm so thankful. It was one of the best experiences in my life. Like, seriously. And um, it was so much fun. You know, like, I wanted to go to an HBCU it's, um, growing up. I wanted, I used to want to go to Grambling. Because yeah. I just thought they were such a live school, you know, and the band and all that. I always wanted to go there. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I was not educated on all these schools growing up. I wasn't educated on a lot of HBCUs because, you know, growing up playing basketball, that's not something that people talk about. People want you to go to, like, the Dukes or the Baylors, <laughs> or the or the North Carolinas, or the UCLA's, or, you know, all And it the, don't really, it don't make sense when you no. think about it, because athletes, now, okay, let's just be real, a lot of the key athletes, they're black, okay, I'm not saying it, it Oh, it you just, don't have to be real with that, because they should know, people should know <laughs> out there. <laughs> so, we, if we would just start going to plug into the HBCUs, HBCUs will skyrocket. Funding will skyrocket. Everything will skyrocket. But we're taking all of our talent and we're putting it in all these predominantly white schools. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing that? And I never thought of that until all of what has gone on has gone on and me being in college now. Because now you see what goes on in a college and you see how it's funded and you see what all goes into it. And so, like, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, I'm blessed to be at the school that I'm at. Obviously, I'm not trying to say any or discredit the organization, but at the same time, you know, at the same time, I'm just being real. But at the same time, I wish I wish that I could have experienced, you know, being at HBCU. And now that I'm about to be out of school, I want to support HBCUs and I want to help HBCUs and I want to guide students to HBCUs because we don't realize how much funding sports help out colleges. We don't realize right. how much a, a sport can help out well, a college. That's down there where all the, the funding yeah. comes from. And then we wonder why HBCUs are, are not funded how they should be. Uh, people don't know about, but if we if we right. were to go that's there, the being, being Black, if we were to go there, 
do you know a shift in everything that could happen? And people are only making it a trend, but it should not be a trend. It should be something that people should really sit down with their parents and talk about and think about. You're around a, a good environment. You're around people that are, are, are your skin color that know exactly what it's like to be black, but also know how yeah. to educate you. And you're around smart black people. Like, yeah. black, we are smart. And, and that carry themselves real good. We shouldn't keep saying that black schools are just party schools because that's not what. Oh, it no, is. not at all. And that's what not a lot of people try to say, Jamie. I'm telling you, going to a PWI, that's I mean, we have, we, 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 we label that, it. but we know how to get down. Of course. Yeah, don't get it. Don't get me wrong. We HBCUs, we have fun. Exactly. We have a lot of fun. Matter that's time. what you want to experience. The the predominantly white schools or predominantly uh the big schools, they be coming to our parties because it's just oh, I know. You but know, at I'm the same time, something. um, no, it's a lot of great athletes that's uh in HBCUs. It's just mm-hmm. the problem is a lot of people, like you said, they're not educated on it. And when I went to Langston. Um, I, I went to Langston. For those of you that don't know, I went to Langston my junior and senior year. I was on the basketball scholarship and um, finished my my you know finished my school in there. And it was like I said, I felt at home. I can't even. I don't even know. It, it's like I don't even know how to explain it. Besides that, I just felt at home, and I feel like and I even when, after I came when I came home, I was like, man, everybody need to go to H- if you black, you need to experience the HBCU. You need mm-hmm. to go to HBCU because. It just is different. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just different. And um, we have to make that not a thing, but we have to we have to understand like because we point we point the finger at so many people sometimes and we don't understand the power that we have. Mm -hmm. Like we're powerful. But if we can get ourselves to see that and come to and it. But first, we're going to have to come together. And be able to work together instead of um, trying to one up each like everybody thinking it's a competition with each other, and because that's not the case, and understand that we all have to come together, work as a team, and be yeah. a team. Um, I think that's when uh, things can really change, and we can funnel people to HBCUs. Yeah, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying. Sure. You already know what we done talked about, so it's like you can funnel people if you're in a position, a coaching position, funnel them, get you a a coaching job mm-hmm. at an HBCU mm-hmm. and then funnel people to that. Or if you're not no longer at an HBCU and you're coaching somewhere else to get high school people, funnel them to HBCUs. HBCUs yeah. It's so, it's so simple, but it's like, like you said, you hear the Duke. Oh my gosh, you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we should be about HBCUs. Oh my gosh, you're going to Hampton. Like, yeah. You know, this, this has been a great episode. I've, We've been able to release a lot of energy and and really just being able to understand the realness of what is going on in this world today and has been going on for over 400 years, you know, but, you know, to end to end this, I I challenge everybody out there. and, And if you have not done so already, please register to vote. Yeah, because that that is where the change starts. We want to talk about change. That's where it starts. If if you've registered to vote, then I then I challenge you to make sure five of your friends have done the same thing. If they can't get up to uh, to wherever to register, then you need to lend them your car or drive them there because that's how serious this is. If, if they have an excuse on why they haven't registered to vote, then you need to tell them 
okay, but we can make time. And if y'all want to see some change, then I suggest that you and your friends go to where you need to register to vote and do so. Stop coming up with excuses and don't be that person that doesn't have that sticker on you when you when it says I vote. Don't be the person without it. Because we're really going to be looking at you like, if something happened, see, you could you should have went ahead and did that. I don't know why you postponed it. This is not this is not a test. This is not no exam. This is not no homework assignment. This is not no no paper that's due at midnight that you done waited till 11 o'clock to do. This is something that you need to stop procrastinating about and go ahead and do it. Go ahead and register to vote. Go ahead and, and make your voice be heard and really make some change. Because what we have in the White House right now is really not helping. It, it's hurting our people. It's, hurt, it's hurting a lot of people because, you know, things that have been going on should not be going on continuously. And it's exposing the ignorant people. So it it actually needed to happen so certain people can get exposed. Yeah, and especially with sports, we we see who our fans are. Y'all see those fans? Y'all see how how badly they talk about us standing up for a cause that means something to our skin color and us living in this world? Then that should really make you say, I need to go make some changes. And that starts with a vote. Go ahead and do that, please. I challenge everybody out there. If you have not registered, please do so by next week. This week, the week after that, I don't know, but do it before the deadline, please. And uh, Facebook, Instagram, they got it where you can click register. You can print the stuff out. Exactly. And you can do it from online. All you have to do is mail it. Yeah. Okay. For all of those out there that are unsure of COVID and everything going around that you don't want to get out the house, well, you can mail it. All you have to do is print it from wherever you... Uh, from your laptop, your phone, whatever device that you have, all you have to do is print it out and then mail it Mm -hmm. and you will be registered. They'll send you back a a paper and all that, but that's all you have to do. It's nothing hard. It's nothing where you got to fill out 20 pages of your birth, your, where you're from. Why were you from there? It's none, no type of question like that. It's It's nothing like that. So everybody, I I, I really am, am praying that y'all go out there and do what y'all can to make a change. And and honestly, I, I'm I'm with everybody. I'm I'm with everybody and everything that's black. I've been saying it from the beginning of our podcast. Black lives will and always will matter. It's not it's not a trend. It's not something that's just gonna blow over. It's none of that. So I'm, I'm with everybody black. And, and, and those for uh, and those out there that are not black that are fighting with us, I, I'm I'm thankful for you because we need this type of change to happen. We need everybody to stand ten toes down with us, right? Because in order for all lives to matter, black lives have to matter. Exactly. And I um, the last thing I would just say is everyone, I would challenge everyone one to go vote, um, get registered to vote, and also take inventory of yourself um, because. You have to change within for things to change without, but it starts with you. So you need to take inventory of yourself. If you feel in some type of ill towards uh, someone because of their color, it's something going deeper. Yeah. Do some self-reflection. Yes. Self-reflection. It's not a, it's not a good thing. It's really not. And so, um, like Haley said, um, black lives matter. Um, and people that are that allies that are, um, on our side, we see you. Um, we hear you. We hear you, and we appreciate you, and we love you, and yeah. and we know that y'all y'all with us too. You know what I'm saying? People that's not saying nothing, we see you, 
we, your silence. We don't hear you, but we kind of hear we, you in a way they, because we know we know what you're getting. Yeah, off. but their silence speaks. That silence speaks loud. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone take inventory of yourself, regardless mm-hmm. of who you are, regardless of your color, whatever. Take inventory mm-hmm. of yourself. Everybody, you know, just have have a blessed week. Please be safe. You know, parents out there that haven't talked to their kids about things that's going on, talk to your kids. This is not something that should be hidden. This is not rated R. This is something that's real. <laughs> this is not a rated R <laughs> movie that's happening right now. This is real life, and you really need to educate your kids. Kids, if you have questions, ask your parents, and they need to give you straight answers. Stop sugarcoating stuff for your kids because you're scared of what for, of them to find out the truth. They need to know the right, truth. Right, because they're going to find it out regardless. Exactly. And I'd rather them find it out from their parents than from somebody that shouldn't really be telling them things. This is this is something that needs to be talked about in every household. Men, talk to your, talk to your sons. Women, talk to your daughters. And then parents, talk to your kids together at the same time. But we need to have these one-on-ones and we need to have these serious talks with each other because nobody's going to know what's going on and the seriousness of things unless it's talked about. We're not mind readers. Nobody is a mind reader. So I I just pray that everybody has a blessed week. Please be safe. Please wear your mask. Uh, COVID is still out there. Don't think that it's disappeared. It's still out there. And also keep fighting for what you believe in. Keep speaking out on what you believe in. Never let anybody dim your light. And remember that the words that you speak are powerful. Use your voice, use your platform, and don't be afraid or ashamed to to speak on what's real and true to you. Everybody, peace out. I'm in family. Thank you. Love you guys. Yeah, just be safe. Let's go.